Welcome to the Rough Take Podcast. I'm Douglas. It's, he scared me! I'm Max, and today we'll Max. be talking about a number of different movies. But first things first, please download the Rough Take app. We will be beginning to highlight some of those reviews mm. that we like the best on this podcast. And also, yeah. please follow the TikTok platform. Yeah. Where we post once a day. Yeah. Every single day. Is that true? No. Oh. <laughs> I think we haven't posted uh, in two weeks. But I had we that did project. get a I'll request get for a movie watch request. Did we? Re- what did we get a request for? Uh, it's a juicy little micro indie. I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. Wait. So, like, to review on the TikTok? Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for requesting us. Uh. No. Thank you. No. I'm just kidding. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we're not, not going, going to. to. It seems I have uh, depression. That will keep you from posting. It really will. Um, it really will. And it makes me delete videos. I hate when I do that when I post and then yeah. I'm like, I don't like this. I'm deleting it. Oh no, everyone saw it. I'm so scared. I feel like I'm made out of aluminum foil. Yeah. Like what? You could be balled up into a little like crushed like you used up to cook and, chicken. Yeah, it's like oh, uh, even when even when you roll him into a ball, he's still sharp. Don't touch him. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oh, little points come exactly. out and they stick you and they get you. I just feel I like it. a nuisance sometimes. A real nuisance. A real. Sex I really pass. get that. I delete videos all the time. I haven't really used TikTok recently. I've kind of been off of TikTok. I was I was in this like mode where I was like I've been taking way too many breaks from TikTok. And, like, get serious, be for real, stop being a little it asshole. Like, people, like, yeah. give a shit anyway if you post a bad video. And so then I was posting every day for, like, two weeks. And then one That's day great. I was, like, I was like, <gasps> I feel observed. And I hid <laughs> under my bed for the rest of the day. Well, all your TikToks are getting, it's, like, fire. It's really on fire right no, now. No, recently not really, which is fine. That's not really, like, the problem. It's just sometimes I don't feel funny. Yeah. It's just how You're always it is sometimes. funny. You're the funny one, Max. No, that's Max what somebody did say. One. And people, please stop calling me the funny one. Doug is also very funny. No, I'm and the straight man. Doug, listen to your I'm voice. You're straight not. Man. You're not the straight man. You're not the straight man. <clears throat> it happy is really Pride, freeing. Douglas. Hey, happy Pride. To anyone struggling with uh, you know, trying to act butch, really just like run across the street and go Oh ah! yeah! That'll, like unlock some shit. Go That's out what and, I do. Go out. Call it. Call it a. Mm. <laughs> what are you gonna say? You can cut it out if you want to. Call it. Call a it what? your pussy tonight when your boyfriend fucks you. Say fuck my pussy, boyfriend. Sorry. Yeah. Open it up. Yeah, and so then you don't have to <clears> feel like you're like too butch anymore. Fuck my pussy. That really that did save. I was like a skateboarder kid. Yeah. And it took me a long time to take away some of that like fuck, like, oh yeah, energy. Yeah. Like whatever, dude. Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Like that sounded like an '80s like movie though. Who gives whatever, a shit? Dude. And then you kick flip and your skateboard starts to fly. Uh, I remember once I like nutted myself trying to ollie over a coconut. 
like when the board goes straight up and you land right and you oh like, i'm ah. so glad that's what you meant yeah no no i didn't mean okay what it could be yeah but my friend janos laughed at me and i was like what fuck you and i like threw his board into the street wow that's who dick, i was bro that's he you're a dick that's well you were a be. dick what were yeah, why were you so angry, angry? Why were you so angry? Because I was gay, Max. Because I was gay. I was gay and in the closet. <laughs> Secret- I was super and hating sad myself. because I couldn't be myself. I took a break la, and I moved la, to New la, York la, City. La, and now la, I la, fuck la, people la, until they right shit in themselves. The butt, Happy right Pride. Happy Pride. Go to Pride. Go back inside. Pride is gay and Pride is boring, and I'd rather You're watch a movie rainbow. alone in my room. Okay. Rainbows are stupid. So rainbows then, what did we watch alone in our rooms this week? Rainbows are stupid. Yeah, they're ugly and fucking dumb, and That's it's actually God's promise to never again flood the earth, <laughs> and we should have let him keep those. Like, uh, we should make it a, a... Before we talk about a movie, my last thought is... Uh-huh. Why isn't our flag more aesthetic? We're fa- we're fags. Exactly. <laughs> let's, get, let's get some design sense. That's where I'm like, I, I'm sure there's some kind of depressing, dark, fucked up history behind yeah. why we picked the rainbow, where it's like, oh, okay, like the AIDS crisis is over or something. But yeah. let's find cuter. another one now. Yeah. It's been a couple totally. of years. I guess the triangle edition's okay. Yeah, I would rather have the triangle. Or, I don't know, we just should have a better flag. As, like, a culture, it's like, I feel like the rainbow's, like... It's like, you like all of it? All right, put it on. It's like, ugh. It looks like the... It looks like the... It looks like the Google logo. Yeah. It's like every color imaginable. I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather have a different one. I'd rather have another one. Yeah, I'd actually wear uh, the merch if it was, like, a cool, like, you know, jewel tone... Or like a, you know. I'll look up jewel tone brown. later. I don't know what that is. Something brown. It's a deep purple. It's a forest green. G- it's yeah, give me rich sand. complex colors. Yeah. I don't want every here. single pastel that's ever existed. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's okay, right, I guess. Movies. I don't know why I like, really needed to nail that down, but. We just want to let people know next. what we think about the rainbow. We're not buying your fucking mm-hmm. stupid shirts, Target. Yeah, go p- get rid of that merch. And I'm sorry about all the weird white supremacist guys who are going in there and they're like, you know, they're freaking Bashing the fuck out. Your, yeah. But I'm I still not going to buy your dumbass shirt that says I'm gay, okay? Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Target. You're yeah. not gay. You're a goddamn corporation. Yeah. I will. There is some weird tension between like gay youth being like, don't represent us. And then being like, why aren't you representing us? I'm like, wait. Like yeah, corporations representing us. Can you believe they're pulling the gay shit from Target? I'm okay. It's like which one? Wait, are they like, actually are you pulling be... it from Target now? They're pulling like a chunk that of rocks. It. That I love offensive. it when people when people protest. They get out in the street and they get what they want. <laughs> they did it. Um, Congrats, guys. But that's what I think spot. is like. It's so. It's such a like obvious representation of like sort of that struggle where Target's like, oh, people don't like this. Okay. Yeah, it's like they didn't even know they were. They didn't give a fuck at all. It was <clears> bad. Like no one wants a like graphic tee that says like my other dad is a dad too or whatever. Like whoever is writing that shit. Yeah, we if should he's write your other them. dad. He's bound to be idiot kid. 
get rid of this onesie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to buy any of the Pride merch, but good luck to Target. Yeah, now they know luck, how guys. the rest of us feel. <laughs> um, so our movies, I derailed into Pride, but uh, I think we watched some interesting ones. Interesting mm-hmm. combo, interesting duo. Yeah, it's sort of a weird combo, isn't it? Weird, very weird duo. We watched Into the Spider Verse. True, right? Or no, Across the Spider Man. I keep calling it Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, which so, I think might betray how I feel about the movie, but not in a bad way. That sounds very negative. Hmm. The one thing about this movie, should we start with that one? With Across the Spider Verse. Let's just jump in. Okay. Across to Spider-Man. And, well, let's say the second movie, too. The second movie is The Swimmer from 1975, starring uh, gay icon Burt Lancaster. Did you yeah, know he is it, not straight? Oh, I did not know. Because I asked Wait, you, this, I was like, well, we'll talk about it. I have a correction for you. 68. It's from 1968? 19, yeah. I earlier. was 1969 with Burt Lancaster. I wish I had been hey. born back then. I burr, really burr, burr, would. Yeah, We'd, we'd experience the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey together. Uh, I didn't know he was gay. That's interesting. Yeah. Not hot. All right, Spider- Spider-Man. Um, okay, so we've got Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Do, should I give a quick little... Yeah. So Spider, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse is the animated sequel to the smash hit 2018 movie which is the last movie anyone was able to enjoy before the pandemic happened. Oh, it stars some guy as Miles Morales, and mm-hmm. he is an alternate universe Spider-Man who's actual, and the Peter Parker in his universe was killed by the Green Goblin, and he gets bit by the spider from a different Spider-Verse, and he ends up turning into Spider-Man Miles Morales, but he has additional powers for some reason that haven't been explained so far, but I guess we'll find out. And then he has a friend named Gwen Stacy, and she joins a task force of Spider-Men who go throughout the multiverse fighting different events that could cause the multiverse to end or collapse. That's yeah, like the real, plot of the movie. Real confusing. You did a good job because there's a lot of things happening in that plot. A lot of stuff but is going on. So many things, like endless yeah. things. Um, Truly endless. What a, What's your star rating out the gate? So I... I I'm going to say, okay, okay. So by itself, I'm going to say like a three to a three and a half. Uh And there's a couple reasons for it, but I feel like that might not be my rating by the time the second one comes out. Okay. Because I I didn't really like the structure of this as a standalone movie, but I know it's not done yet. Yeah. So it might go up or down, whatever. There were a lot of parts I really, really liked. What was your star rating? I say four. Okay. I I don't watch these movies, but like animated Marvel, like if someone's like, come watch an animated Marvel movie with me, I'd be like, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to settle on Um, a three and a half then instead of a three. Because I do, there are, I like this way better than the live action Marvel movies that I've seen so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's a lot better than a lot of the live action yeah. ones, and like beautiful too. There are so many Incredible like beautiful animation. animated mo- mm-hmm. animation moments where it's like, yeah. holy shit! They're like really using <laughs> like different like methodologies of animation to like convey emotion and stuff. I was like, yes, oh, yeah, wow. 
They did do some stuff in this one. I mean, so you've seen the first one, right? You've seen the <clears throat> yes. I don't really remember it, but so that yes. movie for me is like a four. I really, okay. really like that movie as kind of its own sort of contained thing. And it's not that I mm. wouldn't want to see a sequel to it. It's just that I feel like that, while it's a contained sort of story in itself, this one really feels like almost like a segue to the third movie for me at points. Mm. Yeah. 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 It definitely the, is. Yeah. Like that, I didn't know that it was going to be a, I don't know, that's not really a spoiler, but a to-be-continued movie. Yeah. And I, I was kind of like, God, this is dragging on. Like, they are not they are not clearing some things right now, you know? Yeah, and I'm like, by the end of the movie, I'm like, has it, it's been like two hours at least, and this movie is now, now he's in a different universe? Like, how the fuck are they going to wrap this up? Because I had heard that it was a two-parter or whatever, and but then I completely forgot while I'm watching it, which is probably a good thing. You know, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I really, it's like that annoyed me. I got really annoyed really? when the movie ended, like, and I was just like, I was like, oh fuck, I forgot. Like that's annoying. Yeah. I just Are they I don't really do a think quick release. What? I wonder yeah, if it's coming out like, in like quick... nine months. Okay. Well, from the other one, so it's like less than a year. The third one's coming out. Okay. Um, but yeah, but okay structurally, that, I, I definitely kind of had that issue with it. The other thing in this one is, um, and I'm going to get the negatives out of the way first, just cause, so that I can get them out of the way. Because people are getting really yeah. mad about anything you say that's negative about this movie. This is like, really? a, this is like, do you know, you know, I know you're like talking about you know Letterboxd. Internet, grow yeah. up. Internet I know you don't like talking about Letterboxd that much because it's technically our competition. Do you know this movie okay. is the number one movie of all time on Letterboxd? Tell me what it is, Max. It's the number one movie of all time. What? According Some to user stupid reviews. movie? This Some, movie. Some like, dumb movie that I hate? No, this one? This movie is. Like, grow up. Like, that's, get, read, read a book. Right. That's something. where I'm like, it's like, this is a segue movie. This is not even as good as the first movie. And people are all giving it five stars. It was See, amazing. It changed my life. Like, girl, the story didn't even conclude. Yeah. I, there are some really, it does like really touch on some like socioeconomic stuff and like racial stuff. I like love that the main characters were like people of color, like, or whatever, Miles yeah. Morales. And, and a white lady. Like half speaking Spanish, like yeah. Spanglish. I was like, I amazing. All that stuff was great. Yeah. There, yeah. A lot of the like social stuff that it casually touched on was like awesome. I thought. Um, I do think that the cop stuff was weird. (laughs) I think the cop stuff was weird. Especially with some of the recent, you know. You can't. Yeah, it's hard to have like a cop. Yeah. That's good. A cop dad and she (laughs) hugs her dad and she she looks at the camera. She looks right into the camera and says, I know that not all cops are bad. She says that. Yeah, that's what she said. I finally and realized. She says, and you do too, don't you? And she winks at the audience. And yeah. Like, this, is, this feels It's like breaks weird. the fourth wall. Yeah. And then it's like it the, screen goes, the screen goes black. And then I can't remember the next 15 minutes. And then it comes back. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, here's Miles Morales. It was weird. Yeah, I think they brainwashed the audience. And I can't remember mm-hmm. what happened in those 15 minutes. Um, but I do know cops are hot, hot, hot. I cut that out. Cut that out. They're gonna get in trouble. They're gonna say. They're gonna say. No, that's for my brainwashing. Oh yes, yes. Okay. No, no. We all have it. So I guess you can't get in trouble for it. It, So what did you love about the movie, though? Okay, I thought it was really imaginative. 
the humor was fine. Mm. There were a couple like self like meme references, which I thought was interesting, and I feel like I haven't seen that in a mainstream movie before. Yeah, like referencing like a meme and using it as a joke. Mm-hmm. Like when they go to this, these people go to this universe that's populated a hundred percent with Spider Man, Spider Men, Spider all different types. Yeah. yeah, all damn Spider Mans, like ghosts, like cowboy, dinosaur, dog, whatever. Like every Spider Man, and uh, there's like a point where they're like, "Was that you? Was that you?" And they all like point at each other. Yeah. Did you remember that? Yeah, and it's like it's like the meme where he's it's like, Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. Yeah, I thought that was cute. I was like, yeah. oh, they do like these cute meme references and like yeah. modern references that it was like, oh, I haven't seen movies do that before. I think something else that they do really well in this movie is like character motivations are very clear, which mm. is a strange kind of thing because in a lot of recent like kind of blockbuster movies that I've seen, or especially like the Marvel movies. I don't understand why anyone's doing fucking anything or what they're going to gain yeah. from doing something specific in the movie. Even Guardians yeah. 3, I was like, why are they going to meet with that evolutionary guy? Like, why are they going to meet with it? Are they going to, like, reason with it? Like, what is going on? Like, they fight their way to this guy, and then they go, and they just, like, meet with him in the in the little cabin or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. But, you and know, it's like, it's like, it's like, so this movie, it's like, these are the motivations. This is where the characters are going. And so even though it's like this kind of chaotic and really flashy movie, I never felt lost. I did feel overwhelmed yeah. a little at times visually, but mm-hmm. that's because I'm an old man. I get motion sickness on a roller coaster. Yeah. There are really good emotional moments, I thought, as well. Like with, what is the blonde girl's name? Gwen. Gwen. Like, Gwen's reconnection with her dad was really good. She had a lot of good, like, character tension, I thought. Yeah. Like, with her being, like, disowned by her family for being, like, Spider-Man, basically. And Mm. then her returning eventually to her dad, who's, like, broken down and fucked up. And her, like, reconnection with him. I was like, oh, this is, like, well done, I thought. Not a criticism, but that's his fucking fault. And I'm like, yeah, it's his fault because he's a dumb a cop. You pointed a gun at your daughter, the last. Yeah, thing. you're like being a dumb cop. She showed. Like, she takes her mask off and he points his gun at her. He's like, "I'm arresting you." Like, and then arrested. she goes into a portal to go to the multiverse, <clears throat> and then yeah. he doesn't see her again for like, for like eight months or something. And then he, she shows up and she's like, "Dad," and he's like, "Where have you been? You threatened to fucking arrest her, asshole." Yeah. Yeah. But it seemed Stupid. like, you know, he quit his job. He's, like, not a cop anymore. Yes, I was like, yeah. Which was like, yeah. Now we can so, treat him like I a don't person. Know. It was like, uh, I don't know why that, like, emotionally got me. I think partially they used, like, really good animation in that moment. And, like, how these weird, like, slow down where the background turned black and white. And they're, like, weird, mm-hmm. like, paint strips falling. Yeah, that's, like, like, her uh, universe, I think. Because that's what people yeah. were saying. I didn't quite understand what that meant. But I guess, like, her mm. universe is, like, impressionistic colors. Oh. It's, like, colors represent emotion. That's why that intro where she's in the band, which I thought was also great. Once that started, I was like, oh, this rocks. Like, this movie's, like, yeah. really good. That intro where she's playing the drums and it's recapping the other. I was just like, this is awesome. That was And then good. Um, I, do think, I do think it kind of, like, the middle's good. Like, all the way when she's fighting the, the vulture or whatever. And then uh-huh. he goes and he fights the spot. I was like, that's cool. This is all cool. The spot was cool. I, I love the, the bad spot. guy. 
Yeah, Spot I thought he was, was so cool. Great. I love yeah. that he lets him go, and that's why he becomes this multiversal villain or whatever. Um, and he starts off kind of like just a guy. Bumbling like, idiot. He goes from like a bumbling idiot to like super dark evil person trajectory, yeah. which I thought was cool. If I had powers like that, I would use them to rob too. I would just steal yeah. money. And Constantly. I wouldn't do anything else that was bad. Yeah. I would do other bad things, chill. actually. I would. Like what? I would hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> Some people I would hurt. Some would. people. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, so I thought that was fun. Um, I didn't like the Lego reference. reference where it's like they go to the Lego world. I thought that was really corny. Like the references to other movies... Yeah, were corny to me. Um, like the you don't Donald need Glover, to. like that is yeah. like a Marvel thing where it's like you don't have to do this. Like I know yeah. your like fans are jerking off to it, but like I guess that's all it is. It's like Marvel queens are like yes, like, yeah. Like, ah. Well, people cheered when Donald Glover showed up. You know, Donald Glover's in this. Yeah, yeah. He like shows yeah. up. He's like the Prowler from the other universe, which is I guess that's in the other Spider-Man movie. Hmm. Um, where he's like, my name's Aaron, whatever. And so Miles Morales exists in that universe too. But um, yeah, so he shows up and my whole theater like went, like, no. I was like, who the fuck are you clapping for? He's not going to come out from behind the curtain. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I just thought that shit was really corny. Everybody. And it felt like studio stuff where they're like, okay, you got to put like the Venom, the lady from Venom in this. Um, that's oh, like, like I guess that's a live action the... thing yeah okay. the like the uh, lady at the shop which he's like aren't you scared and she goes no I've seen some stuff or whatever I don't remember but um, yeah. that stuff was kind of annoying but I think my main like thing keeping me from like liking it as much as the first one is I, it doesn't feel like the threat of in the movie is established until the end of the movie because yeah. I know the Spider-Men aren't going to kill him. So I'm not like scared yeah. that the Spider-Men are going to kill him. That was a great... I thought that was a great last scene, though. Like a really evil character there. I was like, oh, wow. That yeah, when he like, like shows up guy. and he's... Yeah, like, yeah. He seemed evil. Like someone you would be like, oh, that kid is fucked up. <laughs> Stay away Yo, from that kid's kid. dark. <laughs> yeah. We should ask You're him to join dark. our band. Um, yeah, well, so, but, yeah, so I guess, like, the Spider-Man threat doesn't, cool. what'd you say? That's a good point. Wait, yeah, I'll let you finish your thought. Well, no, it's, a, it's just, it didn't feel like there were any stakes in the movie. It didn't feel like yeah. we were really, like, threatened by anything in the movie. It's like, he's at the Spider-Man thing, he's got to run away from them. But, like, there's no real villainous activity, except, like, the spot's doing some shenanigans. And then, yeah. at the end of the movie, he turns, e- like, really evil. And so well, for the, the whole movie, trying to take over the world, right? Destroy everything. The multiverse. Yeah. He's like trying to, yeah. I don't even actually know what he's trying to do. Yeah. Is he trying to become king of the multiverse or something? I think he's just trying to make everything go away. I don't okay. Know. Well, go, well, go ahead then spot. You go do your spot. thing. You go off spot. You look like a cow. Um, punk rock. Spider-Man was cool, I thought. I thought so, too, yeah. The animation like, style that they used for him was awesome. Like, yeah, like they the made him, was... like, punk zine <clears throat> animation. Yeah, it's, like, cool. stuff like that, I think, like, even if you're not a fan of, like, this series or this movie, like, it, stuff like that is so 
creative. I mean, it's just such yeah. a funny, fun little reference. And they never use it as like a gimmick. That's just who that character is, how he's animated, and then he's also his own character. And I think yeah. what they do well when they're doing it well is they blend these sort of gimmicky, these things that could be gimmicks, and they give them kind of like full space and, um, you know, priority. Like yeah. Spider-Ham in the first one. Oh, you know, yeah. He ends up being a full character. Or Polly Parker, the girl with the anime robot. You know, they all yes. end up being these full characters, and you could really make that gimmicky and annoying, and they don't. And I, I yeah. think that's great and, and genuinely creative. Great. For kids especially, I think these, this series is amazing. If you're an adult yeah. and this is your number one movie of all time, get a fucking life and be for real. Delete your letterbox, queen. Delete your letterbox. Delete letterbox and download Rough Take, actually. Like, completely delete yeah. it and download Rough Take. Because on Rough Take, let me say something. This is not the number one movie of all time. I made sure of it. I give it a one. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I didn't it give is it a one. A, it is like an indicator of letterbox lameness if that's number one i feel like at letterbox they're probably like oh no they're like uh-oh <laughs> yeah because it's so weird cool. too because it's it's spider-man across the spider-verse and then guess what number two is like some fucking like rosebud like citizen kane shit it's the movie come and see the russian war genocide movie that is like yeah. one of the most emotionally devastating movies ever made. It's just so yeah, funny to think it. like people are like, okay, so my number one movie is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number two is uh, Come and See. Yeah. Number three is The Human Condition Part Three, A Soldier's Prayer. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just, this is, this is a movie that's like so good and so popular that it's bound to be Watch overrated. It. But just enjoy yeah. it. Go watch it. Enjoy it. Even if you're not an animation person, I'm not a big animation person, but I was like blown away. No, we're doing a movie. We're doing an animated movie. I know you're anime king queen. No, we got to We have to. (laughs) Don't say that to me anymore. Pride (laughs) month is over. Anime king queen. Um, No, but we should do like a, like best animated movies. Like I'm going to make you watch some animated movies that are good. Oh, I'm down. Okay, okay. You see a lot of people being like, this is, like, without doubt, the best animated movie of all time. And it's just like, girl, like, get it, get it yeah, together. Like, have you seen an- many animated movies? I, it's I doubt- like you... Yeah. Like, I know Paprika and, like, Tekon Concrete. There are, like, some oh. good good ones that I've seen. You saw Tekon Concrete? Yeah, so good. I fucking love that movie. And that movie... I'm so sorry, but that movie's, like, to me, better, better than this one. Because yeah. it's like it's like this insane original concept, and then that animation at the end when his head's getting all big and stuff, that shit is so I don't know, so so cool. But it's like it's also it's very subjective, and I'm tired of people trying to objectify like and rank things according to things they shouldn't even be ranked by. It's like this is yeah. the best animated movie of all time. Animated movies are the same as any other movie. Why are you putting in that category? Can you imagine if someone said? The Dark Knight is the best live-action movie of all time. Yeah, like, girl, what are you talking about? Shut, shut your mouth, girl. So that's girl, shut your mouth. Annoying me. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your <clears throat> mouth. Shut yeah, your mouth. So that's who I would target first if I was the spot. The anyone who said this was a number one. Yes, and you first. know what I do? I put them halfway through the portal, mm-hmm. and then I close it. 
spanks oh i cut it their head off that's a different that's a different thought than i had yes 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 no i, I, would I not was thinking give them, them spankings no spankies. i would cut them in half <laughs> so that is how i would use my powers for sure i would be really bad i think well good everyone watch this go watch it it's good it's final. very fun check it out yeah final check it great for kids and fun Here's for adults. a song for the transition a song for transitioning to our second transition film. yourself because it's pride month readjust your seating position <laughs> grab yourself some coffee reassess to your the podcast on your own and it's like Think about non-binary people. Stop. <laughs> We're doing a cowboy song, not some gay shit. No, I'm just kidding. <sighs> Go and be non-binary alone. Waking on a Sunday. I hope we could fix it some way. But she left on the subway. And I'm standing here alone. You know what I mean? It's like cowboy voice. And I'm standing here alone. I've turned on my Tinder. And I saw her. She was already single. (laughs) I I turned on my Tinder. And I saw my sweet Melinda. <laughs> my sweet Melinda. Um oh 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 my god. And that uh and the and the and the cause like the word cinder. Like you you know cinder like had turned into a flame. Sorry. <laughs> In our relationship. All the sawdust and the cinder um, had burned, had gone and burned away. <laughs> this is a southern song about a breakup in a city. Yeah, in the Thank city. You. It's like a country boy city. And a song like about Midnight Cowboy. Melinda. This is Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Cowboy. No. <laughs> that is a good movie. Cow- Midnight Cowboy. And then no the, the okay so the the chorus is a children's choir. And it's like ooh, ooh, Cowboy. Please tell me how boy. You know it's like <laughs> <laughs> uh. And it's buried in the snow. No, it's like so stupid. Okay, it's so stupid. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. What's the next one? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Rough Take Podcast. Welcome back to the Rough Take Podcast. Come back to the Rough Take Podcast. Oh, wait. We need to do some movie wrecks. Some movie wrecks. Oh. Don't we indeed? If your life was a movie, what is it? Oh, my God. Mine's a little rom commy. Oh, rom com <gasps> What's rom-com? Bros? No. Oh, God, kill me. No. Uh, Maybe 
the net. No, that's not a rom-com. That's not a rom-com. No, I know, I know. That's like... <laughs> oh, I think you meant The Cell. Never mind. No, I, I am... I'm thinking of Sandra Bullock being a hacker. Oh, because you're You've in? You've seen The Net. Have you seen The Net? Yeah, I, that's like the, that's okay. like a 90s movie, right? Or early 2000s? Phew. I was about to freak out. She, that is a great movie. But I was that's thinking, you know, The Cell. Have you seen The Cell? With J Lo. With J Lo. That's what I was yes. thinking when you said the net, so where she's where she where she has to bat, she has to psychically a battle killer. a serial rapist. I was like, why is yeah. that your life this week? That's a scary life to have uh, yeah. this week. But um, okay. So random Sandra Bullock movie is mine. How about you? Uh, mine is oh Jurassic Park. Because I just keep getting chased by these dinosaurs. These dinos. Um, these old men. Um, so, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I feel That's like good. people are only horny to have sex with me when I'm working too much. And I got so many messages over the last like couple months of, from people who are like, do you want to fuck? Do you want to fuck? Do you want to fuck? And I was like, I'm working 75 hours a week. I don't have, I don't have the energy. My, my body is prolapsed. No, not prolapsed. That sorry. sounds... <laughs> Sounds like a labyrinth character. These men. You wanna, yeah, these men. Ah, you want to fuck? You want to fuck? fuck? It's like a, it's like a horde of old men. Never and now that, and now that, now that I'm, busy. Now that I'm free and Sitting free busy? and sexy, oh. feeling horny as hell. Everybody's in fucking Florida. Crickets. Yeah. So I guess mine would be you've got mail. I've been exchanging a lot okay. of dirty text messages. Like in oh movie. yeah, love that. The unrated cut. The unrated cut is just like all dick pics and yeah. Close up. Where he's boobs. like he's like yeah he's constantly he's like I'm Spoob. gonna chew on your clitoris. Ew, Tom Hanks says that. It's crazy. It's like, ew, that sounds it's crazy. So the director's painful. cut. Like yeah. always watch the director's cut. Yeah. Do you squirt? That's like in it too. That's like the first email. Yeah, that's the opening. That's actually a really funny <laughs> opening. Like, do you squirt? Like that. That's so funny. Um, um, we watched The Swimmer. Everyone, it's it, it as it's a, like an experimental film from the late '60s, starring Burt Lancaster and Joan Rivers is in it as a bit part. Randomly. Late '60s, starring the late <laughs> Burt Lancaster and the late Joan Rivers. Yes. Joan Rivers, what and an appropriate name for this movie. The Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so without spoilers, it's a film about a man who's up at it, at a pool and you know having a little kind of light social interactions with uh some friends and then has this idea out of nowhere, seemingly nowhere that he can swim to his house from that pool if he connects all of his neighbors' pools from that location back home yeah um and it, there are a lot of close-ups on him when he's like talking about this and like figuring this out yeah which are really awesome but you sure. kind of immediately are like something is really fucking weird with this dude and we will we'll get into it but it's it's a uh, an interesting experimental journey do you have any notes on the no- spoiler free synopsis no no notes what's your star rating Oh boy, um, taking it into context, like kind of thinking about the th- like themes this movie is dealing with, I mm. I give it a four. Four, it's like time, like dealing with things yeah. 
in its time frame. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I watched it when I took a film class, so like it might it might make me a little biased and being like, no, yeah, it's not gonna that's so far. You know? What yeah. I mean? Um. So maybe a well, three and a half. I'm gonna potentially shock you. This is like a four and a half to a five for me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I. Awesome. This is look. I think the only other movie I've ever given like a five, and it, for me it's like a four and a half right now, like a four, four and a half, five. I'm like kind of like those three ratings. It, 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 like if I love movies that create their own bizarre logic and then follow that logic. It's like that is the mm-hmm. type of movie I like the most. I love surreal stuff. I love experimental stuff. I just think it's like fun and weird. It's like because at no point was I like, oh, I know where this movie's going. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, it, yeah. I just didn't know where it was going. And and I love to watch a movie where I'm like, I've never really watched anything. Like, this is from 1968. I've never really watched a movie like this before. Yeah. Um, it really is its own film. Yeah. Like, the, and its own structure of, like, yeah. storytelling, which is really cool, I thought. Yes. And, and I think the only other movie I've given, like, a five to was Flux Gourmet. And so, oh. on, on the podcast... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I just think that that's, like, my thing that I like. I understand why people don't like movies like this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really strange. It's kind of slow. It's a little bit, but I don't know. There is a forward it's momentum like to it that we'll talk about. Um, yeah. The person who I watched it with hated it. Yeah. She was like, come on. Like, like just, I think she had a preconceived notion of, like, you know, experimental films and, like, kind of looking at the montages in a way that's that's a little, like, like oh how annoying or whatever you know what I mean right right where it's like oh of course this is in this movie it's an experimental yeah. film um yeah, yeah I don't know I just think like I was worried when the movie first started that they were that this man was like that the movie was being earnest not just the man mm. was being earnest because he talks huh. to people like he's in the 1950s but it's the 70s and then that becomes yeah. intentional as the movie goes on um yeah but he's like he's like. I, I wrote down some notes too that he had said or like that characters said in the movie that were like mm-hmm. insane where it's like, girl, yeah. like, what are you talking about? And I just want to like, there was one line in particular. Someone says, um, that was back then when we had nice new pink, pink lungs mm-hmm. because he, they were talking about swimming as kids. Yeah. Um, also, he keeps trying to get everyone out of their clothes to start with. Yeah, there's definitely an undercurrent of like this weird sexual undercurrent throughout every interaction he has. Like he's kind like of a, a little... sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, yeah. And like th- basically so just as an overarching yeah. note, like so this guy goes from like pool to pool, gets closer and closer to home, and as he gets closer, you learn like really small tidbits about his life and what's actually happening and slowly start to like really reveal that he's had like a mental break and has kind of like forgotten the past two years or something. And every, and and each step he's, you're like given these tidbits more and more about him and his context and who he is. And you're like, Oh, he's a fucking dickhead who like cheated on his wife with this woman. Like, Oh, he's like, you know, idealizing this like babysitter as like a potential love interest, like so many like weird yeah reveals of his personality that happen really slowly and in a like you kind of have to pay attention to be like oh like when they're like confused that he thinks his daughters are at the house yeah it's like very subtle things well I think 
Well, we're in spoilers, right? Where it's like... We yeah, can... spoiler, spoiler. Do you think his daughters are dead? I thought that. I That's like was my early thought. And then... Yeah, I feel... They don't really... They say no, like I don't think there was a dead. drunk driving accident and he kept it out of the papers. Yes. But there did... They... The one reason why I didn't realize they weren't dead was because when he was talking to that babysitter and was like, come watch the girls. She was like, they'd be absolutely pissed. And then, or something like she well, says something that's like, they would true, not yeah. like that. But it's also like, they're like in their twenties now. So she's like, what are yeah. you talking about? There's something wrong. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think um, the thing that I really liked about this is the variety with which each of the different pools represents something in his life. So like mm-hmm. he'll get to one pool, he swims across it. And then he just has like a random conversation with someone. And then he gets to the mm-hmm. next neighbor's pool. And like the pool is, if there's like a pool party there or there's like mm-hmm. five people there and he ends up with like the conversation with them. And then like one of the pools was empty. And I think that was like the best scene in the movie, to be honest. I think that scene is genuinely beautiful. I was like, cause yeah. I was expecting it to be kind of silly and weird. And then this scene happens where he gets to one of the pools and it's like a little boy who's sitting there selling lemonade. And yeah. he, he's like, could you bring me to your pool? Because the kid's mom isn't home. He's like, could you bring me to your pool? And they go to the pool and the pool's empty. And so he's like, well, I, he's like, well this kind of ruins my whole plan of swimming home. And then he's like, mm. but maybe if I just stand in the pool and it's empty and I do the same amount of strokes and just imagine the water is there then I can do it. And the kid's like, I'm scared of water. That's why they drained the pool. Like, I, I'm not a good swimmer, so they drained it when they're not here. And he's like, well, yeah. let me teach you how to swim. And then they both yeah. pretend to be swimming through this water that isn't there. I did, yeah. I thought, I was like, that's when I'm like, oh, this might be a five for me. This might there be a was, five. At the end of that, too, there's like some really kind of poignant character moment where he's like, the kid's like, yeah, but I didn't actually do it. And he's like, no, Billy, or whatever the kid's name is. Like, yeah. If you imagine it, if you imagine that it happened hard enough, then it did actually happen. And then what happens? And then, and then he starts walking away, and the kid starts jumping on the diving board, and he thinks the kid's gonna jump into the pool right. because he actually thinks that there was water in the pool because he made right. himself believe that. And he's yeah. and it's just such a reveal of like the hardcore denial of this person and his mentality. It's so, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps. I swear to God, he pretended there was water in it. Then he gets scared that this kid's going to jump in the pool because he thinks he made him believe there was water in it. So he realizes that the child may be having a delusional episode. He goes to rescue the kid. And then the kid's like, there's no water in the pool. Why would I jump in there? And he's like, and then that's when he realizes, oh, I'm the one who believes things that aren't real. I just yeah. think, I mean, that, it's just so, so good. Yeah. And they really do a a great job with the camera work of, like, conveying, like, this, like, mental illness denial. <laughs> Those, like, yeah. close-ups are like, this motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. And it <laughs> like, starts, like, where you just see his face and he's like, he's got this huge <laughs> smile on his face. And it's creepy, kind of. But you're like, are they being serious? Because inspirational yeah. music plays. But then yeah. as the movie progresses, you realize he's acting weird because he is delusional. Yes. It's, yes. it's there, really That's a really good. great, that's a great point. Because they yeah. do these close-ups and you're like, this is creepy as fuck. It's he's creepy. Like, super tight close-up. He's smiling in this weird yes. way. And you're like, 
are they trying to make him hot? Like, I don't, is the, is the camera op just like, cause bad? it's working. It's like, no, I'm just kidding, yeah, sorry. but you're actually, yeah, you're actually supposed to go with him and be like, whoa, like this is fucked. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Know? And then you, and as he kind of swims home, the closer he gets to home, the worse things become and the more like sort of antagonistic people become. Yeah. I would, I would compare this to like, um, do you know Pilgrim's Progress? No. There's a book called Pilgrim's Progress where it's like the main character's name is like Perseverance and then he meets like a character named Faith and a character okay, named okay. Martyr and it's like all their character it's like it, and every character represents something in his journey. And so like one character's name is Doubt and he's like I don't think we're going to make it and then he like kind of is left behind. It like it's like that oh, type of like it to yeah, me it's yeah, like yeah. a very almost like literal fable where you have certain <laughs> replacements for aspects of his life as he's kind of swimming yeah home, making there, this weird journey that is you're adding another level to it that I didn't think about that each pool was a different piece of his life like his kids with yeah. the babysitter mm-hmm. and his like love life with his like mistress yeah and how he like mistreated her she was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like there, he comes to a pool and it, it turns out that it was a mistress and he like yeah. forgot that he fully mistreated her and her, how she plays off him. I thought was like really so good. good. I was like, really, really good. Amazing. Whoever yeah. that actress is, I was like, fuck, she's so good. Yeah. I, I just thought this movie, I really thought it was like, at the very least, it is unlike any other movie I've really seen. I think at any point, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that's like this. Um, mm. even now, and it's like, this was made in 1968. I don't see a lot of people ripping it off. I don't see a lot of movies like it. The closest I can compare it to is like, do you know Boonwell? Like Louis Boonwell? Yes. He made surrealist, like Spanish movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a movie called the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie. I know it's also so pretentious, but it's basically, it's a movie about people who are trying to have dinner. And every time they try to have dinner, their dinner gets interrupted. And so they never oh. end up eating through the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but oh, they're hungry I the whole time. Shan Andalou, which is obviously the main yeah, one. That's like super surreal. <clears throat> and then there's another movie called That Discreet Object of Desire, which is a movie mm. where every he wants to have sex with this woman, but every time he goes to have sex with her, she gets replaced by a different actress. Uh, so he can never great. have sex with that. her. And then there's like one part where she, he like lifts her dress and she has like a chastity belt on. And like you know, mm. he every time he tries to have sex with her, it's like prevented from happening, to the point where That's she great. gets replaced. So it's like that kind of weird sort of dream logic that works for movies like this for me. But for mm. other people, I could totally understand being like, this is pretentious and really weird and stupid. But I I loved it. I thought it was yeah, great. And great. you see Burt Lancaster's balls a little bit, which is perfect because I uh, love that. Yeah. Um, did you think he was area. hot or no? Not my vibe. Your oh vibe, my God. maybe. Oh my god! Full on. I would have literally chub- chewed chub- off all his loose movie. skin. I would have done it. I would have <laughs> chewed off all the loose skin around his thighs. I was. He's into a that. real looker back in the day. Looking. At Did his you old know pictures. he was gay? No. I I I thought he was not gay, and then I was like, oh no! Like I'm not gonna be able. To, I will. I I don't want to be like very attracted to this man. I'll never be able to fuck. And then I found out he was gay. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Now I'll never be able to fuck him because he's dead. Yeah, at least you got. At least you knocked out one of the reasons. True, and I think that second up. But you is still probably could. Yeah. Yeah. Still possible. <laughs> Who knows? Holograms. Ghosts. They brought back Tupac. Sorry. Yeah, coffin. 
It's so stupid. Uh, you could do a hologram of him. Virtual reality. Um, yeah, wouldn't I mean, be the same. Probably, you know what? Literally, that's going to be happening soon. But his, his dick is basically like the star of the movie. Yeah, he's in a little speedo the whole time running around with this crazy face. Yeah, and he's got this, like, this bulge is like, it's probably like 90% balls, but it's still nice to know about. Yeah, it's great yeah. to, great to just know. I, I just like to well, peek behind the curtain of famous Hollywood actors. Yeah, it's you like, need to know. Yeah, it's like, okay, so something's going on. He either put a sock in there or there's a lot of it. Yeah. That's what I felt like, so. Well, Max, Maxus, I have to head out. One more thing, Doug. We have to do recommendations. What? Hit me. Oh, well, one of mine, I'll say, is The Net. The Net. With Sandra okay. Bullock. Giving a little a brief, brief, brief synopsis. and then She is a hacker, hacktress. Hactress? In the, in the first hacker, a woman hacker. Oh, okay. breaking into a hacker, the industry. hacker, but a woman. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. But she orders pizza from um, the internet in the first scene, and that was, like, mind-blowing back then. I was like, holy fucking shit. You don't have to leave your... Anyway. But she stumbles upon some government files. People try and kill her. She has to, like, hack her way to safety, kind of. It's really good. It's, like, surprisingly very good. And I love Sandra Bullock. I don't know why. I know I saw that movie on TV, like, a while ago. It's worth a watch if you don't remember it at all. I'll watch it. It's very fun. Like, you could watch it with friends and be like, fuck yeah. Okay, bet. It's going to happen. Um, my first recommendation is going to be a movie called Hyenas. Okay. I watched it. It's a Senegalese movie Hmm. about a man who becomes the mayor of a small town town in Senegal and they've had a drought and a woman who grew up there comes back to visit the town and he used to be her lover and she's Hmm. very rich now. So everyone in the town says, we need you to get her to reinvest in this town so we don't all starve to death and so he does and then she goes she says i will reinvest in this town if one of you kills him oh and it's amazing it's like amazing i genuinely it was like i my i every single moment of the movie was perfect to me i loved it interesting so okay check that one out it's on movie I'm going to say Night on Earth by um, Jim Jarmusch. That's, um, okay, I'll check that out. What's the plot of that one? I think um, okay, so it's, it's four taxi cab rides happening at the same time in four different places on Earth. So there's like a, a, ta- a taxi cab ride in Rome, mm. in Helsinki, in Los Angeles, and in L.A., and it's supposed to just happen at the, all the same time, like on the planet or whatever. So one's at night, mm-hmm. one's at like more in the morning. It's one of Winona Ryder's first kind of movies. And yeah. she's, she plays like a taxi dri- a poor taxi driver taking a rich Hollywood woman home. And it's just their interactions and like cultural, how cultural conversations happen in a cab and like yeah. for four different countries. And it's actually super entertaining, <laughs> like really I think it's on Criterion Channel. Oh, really? It's yeah. So I'll check that out. It's a good one. Um, Well, I guess in that on that note, have you seen Slacker? I think that'll be my second recommendation. Yeah, Linklater. Yep. Yeah. If you like Linklater, I think this is like a really really good movie um, to watch. 
Um, it's a little meandering, I guess, but it's almost like vignettes where like the main character of the next story will walk by in the first story and then we just end up following that person. So it's like we we have no main character. We just like at the end of every scene, we follow one character from one scene into the next scene and then we follow a different mm-hmm. character into the next scene. So you know, it's just like all these different people kind of interacting with each other and walking around. I think it's Austin, Texas. Um, yeah. It's such a fun I, 90s it's fun. like this is what people did in the 90s. They would just like wander around and like listen to music and <laughs> yeah. like talk about bands and like try to get rent by selling cigarettes. It's just yeah. really fun and cool, nostalgic. I loved it. Pre-internet. And the outfits, outfits are yeah, like really what kids though. like wish they were. It's like really like they I want know. to be these so bad. Cuz you know they paid $2 at a thrift shop for these outfits. They're not trying to do anything. No, they're just That's throwing why I shit on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it though. Like the stoner guy with glasses. It's like, uh, yeah, he looks like the lead singer of time. Deer Hunter. Do you know the oh, band Deer that Hunter? That guy's gay. Yeah, I know he is. Bradley Cox. Yeah, he's I apparently love Deer Hunter. He's apparently really weird though, like in a bad way. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Damn. I really like a, a song called "Famous Last Words" by him. I like. I threw a party one. called "Famous Last Words." For a while, where I showed movies and played post punk music in San Francisco. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, I got, did you have you heard Atlas Sound too? This is totally unrelated. Y- yes. What's the one song that's like? This is not gonna work. This is not gonna work. Sorry. <laughs> we can't talk about this. You gotta go, Doug. You gotta go, Doug. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you after we're done with the podcast, though. But hey, everybody, everybody, keep an eye out for uh, rough take screening parties in New York, though. Also, oh. Max, I don't know if we've talked about it, but I'm I'm like starting to commit to like throwing parties at syndicated which is a bar slash theater and i want to play weird movies and maybe if we can get you out then we'll like talk i would love that about it after we'll watch a movie people have drinks while they watch and then we'll like sit up and we'll talk about the movie and like maybe get someone from the audience to talk about it if they don't suck if you don't suck if you don't fucking suck my dick (laughs) yeah um okay that sounds Um, awesome though but um also download rough take follow the tiktok Make sure that you're giving us... If you listen to the podcast regularly, just rate it on iTunes and Apple or whatever. Just do all that stuff so that we get a little bit more exposure. Yeah, we need exposure. We need to expose ourselves to more people. I'm looking at your boobs right now. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, Max and Douglas.